Hi, this is Chris from Biointegrity, and I'm reading The Value of Biosphere Earth, Part 3, Ecosystem Services. These ecosystem services, by the way, should really be re-termed life support system services. We're going to talk about the different life support system services generated by the other life on our planet. We're just going to do an inventory. It's kind of a weird concept at first, but again, if you compare Earth to all the other planets in the known universe, they don't have this engine of life support system creation that is the other life around us. I'm just going to jump right into the paper. Paragraph one is called Life Systems. Like the term biosphere, ecosystem services is inadequately defined today and thus more or less irrelevant to the average human. Definitions are either incomplete or incomprehensible, yet the services that living ecosystems and Earth's biosphere create are what's keeping humans alive and what makes all human possibilities possible. And then I have a quote here from one of my favorite recent books to illustrate that point. Cities belong to the earth. Everything here is formed in relation to every other living and non-living thing from the earth. The process that brings anything to its current form, chemical, synthetic, technological, or otherwise, doesn't make the product not a product of the living earth. Buildings, freeways, cars, are these not of the earth? This is paragraph two, ecosystem services. Throughout earth's epochs, living ecosystems have generated all physical, emotional, mental, psychological, conscious, and subconscious experiences for earth's organisms, ultimately resulting in a planetary life support system for modern humans. The continuous interactions and flows of micro to macro life from below the oceans to the upper regions of the atmosphere creates the processes, materials, structures, and relationships that make human life and human civilization possible. Technology cannot replace Biosphere Earth's planetary scale ecosystem services, integrations, and stacked functionalities. Currently, ecosystem services blindness is leading modern civilization to destroy its only life support system. Numerous studies tell us Earth's ecosystem services are in jeopardy of collapse within just a few years. And I wrote this paper a year and a half ago. Perhaps establishing a common understanding of the value of ecosystem services can best be accomplished by providing a list of some of the macro services Earth's life and living ecosystems provide us. Here is such a list. 
A single ecosystem community may provide all of these services or just some of the services that are in this list. Now, I'm going to read I'm going to read all of them. And I'm going to read them from left to right in order to hopefully get you to think about as a listener the integration of microbes, materials, plants and animals creating these things around us. Here's the list. This is going to take a couple of minutes. And this is just an informal list. Oxygen production, water purification, humidity, freshwater filtration, moisture retention, air pressure, microclimate establishment, moisture recycling, air quality, generation of fertility, itself, self-irrigation, water quality, body formation. How does your body know how to form itself? That's an ecosystem service. Moisture circulation, microclimate maintenance, decomposition, immunity, resilience, nutrient cycling, pollination, medicines, detoxification, food production, inspiration. Richness and abundance only comes from the biosphere first, including things like flavors and recreation, and constant regeneration, biological diversification, food quality, and stability and productivity, primary life platform, primary value creation, and food diversity, beautification, protection from UV rays and space radiations, other types, and infrastructure for life, and life migrations, life knowing how to manage the planetary climate cycles and solar cycles, and, and processes in general, processes that move through nature are dominantly mediated by other life for us, including things like air purification, that service, and atmospheric composition itself, and other life is sentient. All life has to know how to support itself, how to feed itself, how to take care of its waste, how to associate with the right environments and avoid danger, how to deal with temperature changes, all kinds of things. Communication and self-knowledge is a requirement for survival. It's embedded in our tissues intelligence, which is a subject we haven't even gotten into yet as a scientific culture. So sentience is an ecosystem service, but also things like nutrition creation. We don't grow our nutrition. The ecosystems grow our nutrition. We can specialize in it now. And on a related note, commodities. Then there's things like brain formation. How our brains know how to form themselves. And microbes, how do microbes know how to form themselves? And micro insects and microplants, and plants, and animals. How do these things around us know how to generate themselves? And how do they know how to manage pests and communicate? Where did communication come from? It came from other life before us. That's an ecosystem service, a life support system service. Pathogen control, microbiome generation, meaning the 
the ecosystems at the micro scale, seed creation and then seed dispersal is provided by other life, community generation, the integration of other life, this thing that is constantly happening around us that leads to ecosystem generation, and back to some specifics that we can name, cloud creation. Cloud creation comes both from the ground up and the atmosphere down. Precipitation stimulation, stormwater buffering, instinct, climate tempering, nurturing. Other life nurtures the life it cares about. Doesn't even have to be the same species. Rapid regrowth, self-maintenance, the knowledge of what to do when you're injured or sick. The generation of relationships, reproduction, cellular intelligence, adaptive intelligence, genetic diversity, human diversity, soil generation, micronutrient exchanges, microfluid movements, perhaps most importantly, photosynthesis, carbon absorption, carbon storage. The different biomes, the biomes on Earth, which means the living aspects of the ecosystems on this planet, come from the life being intelligent enough to know how to thrive there relative to the conditions it's in. We experience that as value on so many levels. These are, these are just inventory, nameable things. And the final one is global integration of all this. It's at planetary scale. It's been billions of years of iteration to make this incredible biosphere Earth that now human beings can exist on possible. And it's in our best interest to get to know it. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you click on the link for this paper to read it, you'll find gobs of citations and you'll also find some graphics that have a list of the ecosystem services I read here. I wanna also say as I sign off, thanks so much to all the scientists who have contributed the reams of data and the centuries of personal work that I've been able to derive these uh, synthesis and synopses from. It has been uh, an incredibly exciting journey to get to know the organisms on our planet at various scales. And I think these scientists have helped us to identify what is this best way forward for us, which is to connect to the reality of the life support system around us. The thing that's most important to us in the known universe is the other life on this planet and its biointegrity. The biodiversity and the integrity of the ecosystems on this planet. Thanks for listening. Please check out part four.